Hey, everybody. Welcome to Climb the Ladder for our 79th episode presented by Wash Up Network. I'm your co-host, Hunter, and my equally good-looking twin brother, Duncan, is sitting right here with me. We can't thank you guys enough for everybody who's been tuning in each week. Be sure to join our brand-new Facebook group called The Climbers, a group specially made for you. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Spotify, and head over to YouTube to see two of the same face. And this episode is brought to you by our brand new sponsor. We partnered up with Rugged Roots to get you guys the best in all beard products. Check out their Christmas special for a buy one, get one free right now for all your Christmas needs. Or use code LADDER20, that's L-A-D-D-E-R-20, for 20% off your purchase. As always, let's climb the ladder. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 79, just one episode shy of episode 80. Can't believe that we're about to reach another milestone. Um, But Hunter, first and foremost, little uh, virtual cheers if you've got something cold. Yeah, two fingers of uh, some nice smoked uh, triple barrel Woodenville whiskey. Mm. I myself have a little uh, Four Roses whiskey ginger for your casual Tuesday evening. So figured, uh, yeah, get a little cocktail going for a quick little episode 79. Figured we'd get something on here. Not a whole lot shaken in the sports world, but enough uh, where we can jump on and talk about some stuff. Um, yeah. In the, in the middle of a baseball lockout, we still got content. Yeah, there's always something to talk about. Seahawks had a win uh, that we'll talk a little bit about. Broncos are headed to a bowl game. So um, there's always a little bit of sports content, and we always want to be consistent and bring you guys another episode. So um, speaking of football, kick it off with our 2021 Heisman winner. We had uh, coming out of the University of Alabama, the standout quarterback, Bryce Young, had definitely a Heisman worthy year, but a lot of strong candidates this year. Um, Bryce Young was able to take it um, coming in and filling some big shoes for Mac Jones, uh, who's now the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Um, but yeah, Bryce Young was able to take it um, this year, beating out uh, who else did he beat out? Michigan. Can he pick it? Hmm. Kenny Pickett was in there. Yeah, Pittsburgh, uh, Kenny Pickett, props to him, you know, making a little school represent. Uh, he was able to get in there. Shout out to the defensive guy. There's always always good to see a good defensive guy in there. Michigan D lineman um, and Big Ten defensive player of the year, Aiden Hutchinson. And then uh, Ohio State quarterback, who was also really good, CJ Stroud. Um, so Bryce Young, second Alabama player, uh, in a row to win the Heisman coming off of wide receiver uh, Devontae Smith, who is now on the Eagles. Hutch, what do you think about that? Two out of Alabama in a row. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, man, when when I heard that Bryce Young got it, I was like, let's do a deep dive, as if I hadn't seen enough of him leading the college football world this year. And I watched like 20 minutes of highlights on YouTube. 
and he was throwing like 70 yard bombs and just placing it between two defenders right in the wide receivers hands in the end zone um and just stuff like that and he's a freshman i think and just incredible yeah i think a red shirt too um couple other notables that won uh, the Heisman coming out of Alabama before Devontae Smith and Bryce Young. Uh, can you guess who the last couple were out of Alabama? Uh, man, I don't know. Who do we got? Both active in the league right now, both running backs. For Heisman winners? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, um. I have the picture of one in my mind. Give me one. Maybe I'll get another. I'll give you a hint. Uh, the first one is Tractor. Tractor Cito. Yes. Derrick Henry. And before him was Mark Ingram. Nice. Yeah. So uh, the four of them kind of consuming the last decade or so um, with some notable Alabama players. But Big props to young Bryce Young. Uh, I bet we'll see him in the NFL sooner than later. Mac Jones is already making waves, obviously taking the Patriots to one of the top seeds in the AFC after kind of a rough start uh, in the 2021 season. Definitely the best rookie quarterback that we've seen this season. Um, And Hutch, speaking of the NFL, Seahawks coming off of a good win over the Texans. A little bit of a slow start, but was really good to see it. You said you got to watch some – Football this weekend with Joey. A few highlights from the Hawks game. Yeah, it was good. I mean, they looked like we had finally had some good play calling. Um, It was just refreshing to see some good aggressive football. Uh, Like you said, definitely a slow start. Slower than I would have wanted to see. I think they said on the opening drive, Davis Mills completed 14 straight passes. Um down the field and they scored in like the first minute and a half. So that was a little concerning for a team like the Texans who have had no success this season. Um, But the Seahawks definitely started to put some points on the board and without fail, Russell Wilson to Tyler Lockett stays number one undefeated. Um, Just the long ball, the, the tiptoes inbounds is just incredible. Yeah, the day that Tyler Lockett leaves, it'll definitely feel like the day that Doug Baldwin left because there's so much of him that I see in Tyler Lockett. Um, I turned it on in the second quarter because I had church in the morning and a little bit of a slow start. I was surprised to see it was only 16-13, but in classic Russell fashion, they were able to spread the gap a little bit, um, get some insurance points, and they really did look good. The defense looked good in the second half. Um, and it was definitely a team worth watching finally, which feels good because we we needed a feel-good win against the Texans, and I think that we got it. Yeah, definitely. I think that one thing going forward for an area, an area of improvement is DK Metcalf. I mean, he can get downfield, and then some of those balls I just feel like he should catch. And so that's something that I'm going to be looking for really going forward, especially if we can retain a solid wide receiver core. Um, Mixed in the tight ends a little bit. Will Disley had some good targets. Um, But I really want to see just a combo duo of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and just have two strong suits. But overall, we'll take a good win. 
a little bit of a drought. So feels good yeah. to have that one coming off a of Sunday. The Saints had a nice comeback win. Um, they didn't win a single game under Trevor Simeon, and they had a nice statement win in New York, 30-9 to over the Jets. Yeah, that was good to see. Um, Taysom Hill, anybody who had him in fantasy knows that he was running and throwing all over the place. So he went off a really good weekend of football uh, with the punctuation mark last night uh, in the Monday night game. Super close. Uh, we also had an overtime Bucks game, I believe, on Sunday. Um, so really good. Yeah, NFL. Bucks, Bucks Bills went to overtime and another overtime game. There's two overtime games that night. Um, the other one, I believe, was uh, it came right down to it. Oh, maybe I don't remember. I don't either. I didn't get to watch a ton of NFL on Sunday. I just squeezed in the Hawks game. Um, let me look it up really quick. Um, man, say- yeah, there's two electric finishes. Oh, it was 49ers Bengals. Niners won by three in overtime. That's right. So I was two re- slates back to back. Um, little fun fact for the betters out there. Um, the <laughs> we were looking for the over to hit in 49ers Bengals at 48 and a half, and the end of regulation was 20 to 20. And so a single touchdown, like first score touchdown would have won the game, would not have hit the over. So then the Bengals got the ball. They were like right down there. They were so close. I think they might have been first and goal um, at one point. And then they ended up kicking a field goal to put three on the board. And I thought the Niners were going to go down and tie it uh, with a field goal. And then they broke one loose. And so the over hit at 49 points with the 49ers winning 26-23. And then uh, there was a parlay that uh, one of our friends had was for Bucks money line and over in the 49ers Bengals. Both of those hit in overtime back-to-back games in in the witching hour on Sunday. You got to love to see that. I was pulling for the Bengals. Obviously, we're trying to close the gap on the Niners, but we're still in the hunt. So that's good. Joey B looked pretty good. I thought he was going to pull it off. I Jamar think, Chase went off. Yeah, he's been going off every game all season. It's crazy. Anybody who has him on fantasy is uh, in good shape. And yeah, I think that the Bengals are a better team. Um, and I think that they could get their first playoff win in a long time. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting to see how the standings are going, especially with 18 weeks. Um, It's weird to see. I think the first three teams in the whole league just got eliminated after week 14, which is insane. I saw the stat Sunday that as of Sunday evening, 26 out of 32 teams were in the hunt. So that's not like, oh, there's still a chance like, they're like a couple games out of that number seven seed. So I do like the expanded playoff with the expanded season. I think that it's right that they do both at the same time. And it gives our Hawks a a small fighting chance to get in there. 
Definitely. Yeah. Lots to look forward to. Well, I'm excited. Uh, we're talking about NFL playoffs, but this week starts the fantasy football playoffs. Hunter, uh, out of your three teams, how'd you do this season? Who's in, who's out? And uh, what's the outlook on fantasy? Yeah, this season kind of just flew by, especially riding the wind train in Duncan's work fantasy league. Um, I didn't really realize last week because I've been so focused on holding first place all regular season um, in this league that obviously I won the regular season 12 and two first place um, 1600 points for, you know, the list goes on um, the second place team finished nine and five regular season. So pretty good statement. Uh, first place victory there. Um, I didn't really realize it. I had two really close uh, final regular season games Unfortunately, I've been in the bottom of those leagues, not last place, but still pretty far down. And I was able to secure one last victory in one of those um, against a potential playoff team, too, which feels good when I, you know, cows out of the barn and not much else to do except win if you can. But here we go. I'm playing the number eight team uh, in this playoff race and so we have three rounds including the championship so um i'm expecting a venmo for the <laughs> win on uh today when you guys hear this will be the 15th so next sunday 19 oh so a little christmas bonus on december 26th unless it comes down to that monday night it, it sure might we'll see um I am also in that playoff hunt, uh, excited to get to punch the ticket to the playoffs. I might not be the strongest team, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Hoping <laughs> that I can battle back from injury um, and at least get to that playoff spot. Um, also made the playoffs. I actually clinched playoffs a couple weeks ago in the te- in the league that I was in first and second back and forth this season. So good uh, two out of three appearances for my fantasy teams this year. Congrats. Yeah. Hopefully you don't make the finals in your own work league because um, that probably wouldn't finish too well for you, but um, I'll wave from the top. Yeah. Let me know how it is up there. Cause uh, you can only stay up there for so long. It, it always <laughs> sucks to be the number one seed and then get knocked out by a, a low six, seven, eight. Honestly, that's why I don't like, the expanded playoffs in fantasy <laughs> because then I feel like everybody gets a participation trophy. And honestly, my coachability this season, like I've been, I have a squad and I've been putting in the right guys for the starting lineup. So I think that I should get more credit than is currently showing. Well, but don't hey, stop now. Cause this is when it starts to matter. So I'm playing against the number eight seed who's six and seven. Why should they get a playoff spot? I should have a first round bye. I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> always that argument, but I always say. We need to leave that up for the climbers to decide. Yeah, we'll let the climbers say six, four, six, or eight team playoff. Yeah, we'll put this one on, on Facebook and see, see what the jury says. Well, let's uh, – 
Let's give a quick mention and then we'll do a full preview next week when it's a little closer. Um, but the Broncos are in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl taking on Central Michigan um, to pivot a little bit in Arizona on, I believe it's December 31st. I think they're yep, playing New Year's Eve, Eve Bowl, uh, which is exciting. Live streamed only on the internet, not on TV. So um, find it on YouTube. Cord Cutters or- Unite. Yeah, here we go. We're not paying for cable no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but check the Broncos out against Central Michigan. Should be a clean sweep, but we've also been embarrassed in some <laughs> some rough bowl games against like a 6-6 six and six Baylor a couple of years ago. So uh, stay tuned for a deep dive on episode 80 for the Broncos, but definitely want to preview that and make sure that you mark your calendars for the Arizona Bowl. Definitely, yeah, that'll be a good one to look forward to. To uh, wrap it up, going to hit him with some deep cuts. Yeah, I have a deep cut for you this week. Um, Let me make sure that I'm getting the artist right. Um, But it keeps coming on on my playlist. I've been listening to a similar playlist um, for the last couple weeks. Um, I like to rotate a few. And, man, I cannot get enough of this song. Well, while you verify yours, I'll hit it off with um, the Texas Cowboy Randall King and a song that he has called Around Forever. Oh, and so good. Man, it just it just hits. He just talks about things that last. If you just kind of you just kind of think about things that have always been around and that just kind of stand the test of time. That's what this song is about. Um, also talks about his love for a woman, which is just going to be around forever. So yeah. can't go wrong with that song. That is a song that always comes on. I swear on my playlist and I always listen to it. Can't skip it. Can't Sometimes skip I it. skip a slower song just cause I'm not in the mood. Like I want to want to pick it up a little for like a um, insert deep cut dying for a living by Muscadine bloodline. <laughs> always good. Always a banger every single time. But Around Forever is one of those slower songs. Love Randall King. He's so good. A great Texas country sound, but pretty moderate. Like anybody could turn him on and listen. He, you know, he's not rocking some huge twang or, you know, he's just got a nice classic sound. Around Forever is always good. My deep cut this week is by somebody you might not have heard about, Corey Hibbard. Uh, Very good. Corey or Cody? Cody Hubbard. Cody, no, not Hubbard. I think it's Hibbard. Yeah, Cody Hibbard. Cody Hibbard, Dying Breed, um, talks about kind of a similar similar premise, but it's basically people that are just, you know, cut from a little bit different cloth, but they're not conforming to, you know, the modern ways of today. Um, It's just another good classic sounding country song, Um, but it's so good. Like the message is good. I need to listen to more stuff by him because I really like his voice. His, his yeah, you could go movie. down a deep dive on him and get lost. Yeah. So Cody Hibbard, Dying Breed, is my deep cut for the week. Um, again, we like to bring you guys a deep cut because uh, as much as we love sports, we also love music. So I always want to make sure we throw that in there every couple of weeks. Um, and introduce have to you say to your something that's always in season, music. Yeah. Definitely. Always, uh, always around. Um, 
Another kind of deep cut slash announcement, Tim McGraw just announced a tour for 2022. And uh, Brandon Davis, who some might have heard of on like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, uh, he's been around independent artist Brandon Davis, really good voice. Um, he's going on tour with Tim McGraw as an independent artist which was nice. a big, big call. Watch the, there's a video and Tim McGraw actually calls Brandon and it, uh, invites him on the tour. So pretty cool, pretty touching. And seems like he's had a big year in 2021. Super cool. I don't know if we made the announcement about us going to the Luke Combs concert or not, um, but that is going to be an all-star lineup. Luke Combs, Cody Johnson, Zach Bryan, and Morgan Wade. Yes. That will be quite the concert at uh, Lumen Field, where the Seahawks Field play. in Seattle, Washington. It that's going to go off to start the summer. Yeah, June fourth. So be there if you haven't bought tickets. I also tried to buy Morgan Wallen tickets for Nampa um, because it's him, Hardy, and Larry Fleet. And it sold out in fifteen minutes at the oh Idaho. Oh my Center. gosh. So we saw him three years ago from the date that he's playing and he was an opener for Luke Combs. Now he's, you know, billions of streams uh, worldwide selling out tours in 15 minutes. So hoping I can get my hands on tickets for that. That's also the week of my wedding. So I was like, that would just be the coolest, the coolest (laughs) week ever to see those three artists and then get married, you know, eight days later. But yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for that, but really excited for the Luke Combs concert. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun next summer. We have a lot to look forward to, but thank you guys for tuning in to episode 79. Can't believe we're just one away from 80 into this thing. Thanks for sticking with us week in and week out. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun and uh, episode 80 coming soon. And you guys know the drill. Say it with us as always. Let's climb the ladder. ladder.